0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, July 6th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday.
0: Here's the latest.
1: The man who shot and killed L.A. rapper Nipsey Hussle has been convicted of first-degree murder. Eric Holder Jr., not related to the former attorney general, shot Hussle and injured two others back in 2019. His trial had been delayed in part by the pandemic. Hussle had just been nominated for a Grammy before being shot, and he was a beloved champion of Crenshaw in South L.A., a neighborhood that's been often maligned. An extraordinary political drama is taking place in Britain. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is refusing to step down, even though scores of senior cabinet ministers and top aides from his own Tory party have resigned in protest over the last day. Johnson has been engulfed in scandals, and most prime ministers in his situation would stand aside and let their party pick a new leader. But Johnson sounded defiant in Parliament today.
0: But frankly, Mr. Speaker, the job of a prime minister in difficult circumstances when he's been handed a colossal mandate is to keep going. And that's what I'm going to
1: do. If Johnson won't step down, the Tory party might be forced to change its rules to dislodge him. The House January 6th committee has reached a deal with former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. He reportedly tried to stop Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election results, and his name came up frequently in former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony last week. You may remember her quoting Cipollone saying if Trump went to the Capitol on January 6th, they'd get charged with, quote, every crime imaginable. Cipollone will testify in a closed session, but in it will be taped. Insider has found dozens of examples of Republican lawmakers who vehemently oppose abortion investing in companies like Tesla, Netflix and Starbucks that publicly support abortion rights. Insider's Dave Leventhal says Marjorie Taylor Greene and her family, for example, have more than half a million dollars in these companies, putting them in a tight spot with their traditional supporters.
0: We spoke to some anti-abortion groups that basically said divest Get rid of these investments, and it remains to be seen at this point whether lawmakers on the Republican side are going to dump stocks in companies that have said already that they are going to fund abortion travel out of state for their employees. Over 1,000 prominent black women have sent a letter to President Biden demanding his administration make a deal with Russia to bring home WNBA star Brittany Griner. Leaders in sports, business, politics and entertainment say Griner is, quote, enduring inhumane conditions while on trial in Moscow for alleged drug trafficking charges. Russian media has suggested a prisoner swap involving Griner and a Russian arms dealer currently serving a 25-year sentence in the U.S. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest.
1: Coming up, we talk about the pressure musicians are facing to go viral on TikTok. Americans have lost faith in a lot of institutions, but apparently not unions. That's according to a new Gallup poll. Confidence in most big institutions hit new lows, particularly the Supreme Court and the presidency. But unions are hanging in there with 28 percent of folks saying they still believe in them. That's the same amount as last year. That's good news, perhaps, for President Biden. He's traveling to Cleveland today to announce the part of his $2 trillion American rescue plan that supports union-based pension plans.
0: Academics beware, an artificial intelligence named GPT-3 has authored a scholarly paper about itself, yeah and the AI's human co-authors have submitted it to a real academic journal. One of them described the writing experience in Scientific American, and she says she was in awe as GPT-3 wrote a fairly good paper, complete with solid references in about two hours. The article is now going through the peer review process, though we're not exactly sure who GPT-3's peers would be.
1: Your foot-long sandwich at Subway may look a little different these days. The chain is now offering 12 new sandwiches. The updated menu is called the Subway Series, and it's the biggest update in the company's 60-year history. The menu is now broken into four categories. Cheesesteaks, Italianos, chicken, and clubs. Subway says the options will help employees make sandwiches quicker and help make lines shorter.
0: A new messaging app that lets Instagram users chat anonymously called NGL has been downloaded millions of times in just a few weeks. The internet has been obsessed with the idea of anonymized apps for a really long time. Jordan Erb writes Insider's 10 Things in Tech newsletter. She says previous anonymous messaging apps were pretty toxic and eventually hit with lawsuits around cyberbullying and harassment. But Jordan's talked with some NGL users who have had positive experiences. One of the guys who I was talking to said that someone commented that they have a crush on him and they're going to meet up after his schedule clears up. So even though it does have a pretty negative reputation, the people that I've spoken to have had pretty decent time with it. So
1: we'll see how it goes. The music industry is always evolving to reflect the times, and the latest shift shaking things up involves TikTok. The social media platform has a growing grip on the industry, and it's changing the way new music is discovered. But as artists are expected to pump out TikTok content, many are starting to feel exhausted, and Insider's Dan Waitley is here to talk about it. He writes about social media and the music industry. Dan... Why do artists rely on TikTok so much?
2: Over the last couple of years, TikTok has really taken on this huge role in terms of music discovery. So a lot of songs that are doing well on the charts get their start on TikTok. And, you know, whether that's a video trend that pops off or an artist who kind of is just really creative at getting their music exposed on the platform. And so from the record label standpoint, it's really become the starting point for releasing a new track.
1: When I think of established artists who are actually really good at TikTok, the first names that come to mind are Doja Cat and Lizzo.
2: Yeah, Lizzo is a great example. Um, As is Doja Cat, Lizzo makes kind of like vegan cooking videos.
1: I'm going to baste an earth-balanced butter and guess who has fresh rosemary growing in her freaking garden? I do.
2: Doja Cat will make these very personal videos about her her day-to-day life and how she's feeling.
1: The craziest thing is I had this dream that I was a farmer, right? And um, uh, there was a bunch of birds and they stormed my crop.
2: And I think those are both great examples of how artists are making content for TikTok. That's not necessarily directly about their music, but it's a great way for them to build their audience and eventually to get you know attention to songs that they're releasing. And it brings into question this idea of what it means to be an artist in 2022. Mm. And a lot of that involves being a content creator in addition to performing and writing music and recording.
1: But not everyone is having a great experience on TikTok. So based on your reporting, Dan, what have artists been saying about their frustrations using the app?
2: Part of it is that you know, when TikTok first started taking off in the US, it was kind of at the beginning of the pandemic. A lot of artists were not performing in person. And so they logged on to TikTok and um, they had a lot more time on their hands to, to make creative videos and join in on trends. That's changed over the last you know, year or so when performing is on again and touring is happening and, and these artists are dealing with kind of some of the normal responsibilities they have and they just have less time to, to make content. Recently, a handful of artists have spoken out feeling that they are being kind of forced to make TikTok videos or suggesting that their labels are asking them to make TikTok videos. We had, you know, the artist Halsey make a TikTok post saying that their label was pushing them to, to make their song go viral before it was released. In May, the music artist Jojo posted a video on TikTok where she actually sang a little song about how she felt record labels pressure artists to try to go viral. Make your shit go viral and then maybe we'll support it. If you do our job for us, then you might be rewarded. So there has been, you know, some artists that are speaking out about feeling tired and, and feeling frustrated that they have to make TikTok posts.
1: Totally. Now, on the flip side, it seems like TikTok is a great way for up and coming artists to get discovered.
2: I mean, there are so many examples. There are hundreds of examples of, of artists who have started making music on TikTok, and then that's helped them get attention either from a label or they've stayed independent. So it an, it's a really important tool for up and coming artists. I don't think that anyone would dispute that. In fact, Taylor Upsall, who I spoke to for my most recent story, had a really big TikTok moment in late 2020. It led to a ton of new listeners on her music on Spotify and Apple Music. Eventually, she told me it led to kind of a boost in concert ticket sales. And so it can be a huge thing for artists, even if they're, you know, tired of having to balance, you know, the creative process with also making TikTok videos.
1: Is this similar to any other historical shift in the music industry?
2: There's always been evolution in terms of how people discover new music. You know, we had radio, and then we had the rise of music videos and MTV. And then, you know, that shifted to, to things like YouTube. And then short-term video, which cropped up in the last couple of years, is kind of the next stage of that.
1: So do you think this, you know, latest trend will last? Or is it just a fleeting moment in an ever-changing music industry?
2: I think it will last for the short term. But there's always something new, mm-hmm. and it's impossible to predict what that will be. TikTok has a ton of influence. It's, it doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. If you check the charts today, I'm sure you'll see tons of songs that were given a boost from a TikTok trend. And so, you know, TikTok is king for now.
1: Dan, thanks for chatting with us.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: Dan Waitley covers social media and the music industry for Insider.